Good day, everyone. I'm so very happy you could join me. My name is Gail Dixon McBride, and I'm your host of Partners in Health and Biz. So today's episode, thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is Natural Cures, and this is the introduction. I This will be an ongoing series, and the series will include different natural remedies that will help you with such things as lowering your cholesterol, helping with arthritis, if you have arthritis, (laughs) helping to relax, helping you to clear or clean or cleanse your liver, helping you with natural remedies for hay fever and those allergies that many of us suffer from each year help with nausea some people have nausea and on and on and on but this is going to be an ongoing series which will help you uh, understand some of the natural remedies that we can use to heal our body so let's talk about that The revolution is here. (laughs) What you need to know to join this natural revolution. That's right. And if you haven't jumped on board, then let me tell you, get on board, get on board. This train is taking off and it has been taking off. For me, I've been on a natural train ride since, since I was in my 20s, since I was about, I guess about 20... 526 when I first was uh, really jumped into natural remedies and started seeing a natural path uh, doctor of naturopathy uh, Dr. Andrea Sullivan in Washington DC uh, so do those potions you see in the health food stores drug stores supermarkets mail order outlets and discount chains really work So that's what you're asking yourself, because there's so many, and I know we need to be concerned. Is there any scientific validity to their seemingly extravagant promises? That's the first thing we need to examine. And most of all, will these natural drugs help cure you or someone you care about of minor vexatious illness, such as flu, low energy, or major debilitating and life-threatening diseases, such as heart failure, cancer, arthritis, diabetes, cirrhosis, depression, and mental deterioration. So we're saying drugs, but we're really talking about natural medicines, such as herbs and vitamins and spices and that type of thing that are natural, not drugs, not nothing that's prescribed uh, by a MD for the most part, unless it is natural but you and how many of them are prescribing natural even after so many years of us knowing that there's so many natural remedies here that actually do work well you might ask those same questions of millions of people around the world who have successfully used natural remedies right it's not it's nothing new especially in other countries um take africa for instance and just you know there and our ancestors have been using these natural uh, plants such as the aloe vera plant to cure different things 
But the resounding answer is yes. Some Americans might say the same thing. However, sadly, America generally is far behind other countries in the use of natural medicines because of a lack of knowledge about their scientific validity and a failure of our medical profession and the government to properly evaluate and endorse their use. So what happens? Consequently, you and millions of other Americans are being deprived of the opportunity to choose natural treatments in place of strong, often harmful and expensive pharmaceutical drugs. And yes, we know there are probably absolutely zero pharmaceutical drugs on the market that don't cause some type of side effect, whether it's minor, moderate or major. Yet such natural medicines could reduce or eliminate some of the harsh consequences of our conventional treatments in terms of both human and economic suffering. At least we should explore the incredible potential healing powers of those natural remedies that have been widely tested and extensively used with governmental approved approval in many foreign countries, including Germany, France, and England, all countries with impeccable scientific and medical standards. However, unless we do, we cannot say that we have access to the best medical care in the world. Well, fortunately, the attitude toward natural treatments is rapidly changing in the United States. Thank God for that. More scientific information on natural medicines is coming into the country. Prestigious scientists and doctors here are increasingly testing and using such natural remedies and comparing their effectiveness and safety with pharmaceutical drugs. And Americans are embracing the natural medications and so-called alternative or complementary treatments with enthusiasm. I know I certainly am and have been for quite a quite a few years. Well, it's no secret that the American public is turning in droves to non-traditional remedies. Back in 1993, a startling report in the trusted New England Journal of Medicine showed that one-third of Americans use non-conventional treatments, spending $10.8 billion yearly, but most never tell their doctors. Mm-hmm. Yes, aha, uh-huh. <laughs> you're not telling your doctor. A 1997 prevention magazine, yes, we're going back, survey of the general public, not just as readers, found that about one-third of adults, or 60 million, say they frequently use herbal remedies. Even people in the industry were surprised. Herbs are becoming more mainstream, much faster than we ever expected, according to Mary Burnett, who's the spokesperson for the Council for Responsible Nutrition, a Washington, D.C. trade association for the nutritional supplementary supplement industry. Yes, herbal remedies, botanical medicines, and natural drugs of all kinds available anywhere without restriction or prescription are being embraced by Americans. Medical experts say that over the past 10 years, more people have been turning and turning to more kinds of alternative therapies than ever before. Um, one New York Times science reporter 
uh, reported that some see this movement as a return to our roots, a desire for natural remedies used by our ancestors. But it is also driven by a seemingly unstoppable coalition of social and economic forces, so soaring health care costs, a growing disillusionment with the limitations and hazards of high-tech medicine. Yes, it is. Increasing concerns about adverse effects from pharmaceutical drugs and a reaction against an author authoritarian medical system in which doctors appear to play God. In such circumstances, natural remedies seem ideal solutions. They usually, they are usually far cheaper, are perceived as much safer, and give patients increased freedom to direct their own health care. Some mainstream doctors fear the growing use of alternative therapies, but others believe it makes social and scientific sense. They are open to the idea that other cultures and countries may have valid ways of curing diseases that could be good for Americans. We love to say we have the best health care in the world, but that is debatable. And even so, it is costing us a fortune, a situation that threatens to worsen our population as our population ages. Some health authorities believe we are squandering our natural resources needlessly, even as we fail to control our epidemic of chronic diseases, including heart disease and cancer. So it's just possible we can learn something about the human complexities and traditions involved in healing, not only from Asian healers, but also from scientifically minded Western physicians in Germany and France, where natural remedies are treated as legitimate mainstream medicines, not as aberrations or an unenlightened populace of an unenlightened populace. So one reason people turn to alternative medicine is that our mainstream medical system is failing. The fact is we are in the midst of an epidemic of in, inadequately treated chronic illness. 60 million Americans have hypertension, 60 million, and this, this is old, old news, <laughs> 40 million suffer from arthritis, and 23 million of us have migraine headaches. A million Americans each year are being diagnosed with cancer, and close to 40% of us will, at some point or another, have this terrifying and often de deadly disease. Yes, called cancer. The prevalence of asthma, multiple sclerosis, chronic fatigue, immune deficiency syndrome, HIV, and a host of other debilitating conditions is increasing. Conventional biomedicine, so strikingly successful in the treatment of overwhelming infections, surgical and medical emergencies, and con congenital defects, has been unable to stem the tide of these conditions. Uh, so, yes, we have made major progress in HIV, so let me correct that one. We have made major progress in the treatment of HIV to the point where it can't even be undetectable. So 
excuse me, let's talk about these mainstream medical breakthroughs. Indeed, the idea that natural substances have a genuine place in modern medicine is spreading, attracting advocates of in high places in the United States. At academic or and uh, academic and governmental medical centers such as Harvard and the National Institutes of Health. The credibility of natural therapies is infiltrating mainstream medicine. Many studies of impeccable quality showing the value of natural medicines are now appearing in prestigious scientific journals such as The Lancet, the, the British Medical Journal, and the New England, New England Journal of Medicine the Journal of the American Medical Association, and the journals of the American Heart Association, as well as in leading German and Japanese publications. Using rigorous scientific standards, many prestigious investigators at leading research centers are testing natural substances to treat some of our most serious diseases and even comparing the effectiveness and safety of these natural drugs with conventional pharmaceutical drugs. Often, what are they finding? They find strong pharmacological activity in nature's remedies. That's right, in nature's remedies. Sometimes the natural agents are fully as effective as the hard-hitting drugs of choice of mainstream medicine. Usually, the natural medicines are much safer, often having little or no toxicity and few, if any, significant adverse side effects. So, this prompts one to ask whether our concept of which treatment should be called alternative is topsy-turvy. In standard American medical practice, conventional hard-hitting drugs are always the first choice, with unconventional remedies considered a last resort alternative. Hmm. Isn't it more logical to try a more benign remedy first most of the time, and then proceed to a stronger, more risky remedy as the alternative if the first does not work? That's what I would think. How about you, listeners? <laughs> Many more doctors and patients than ever before think that makes sense. And their thinking is reflected in changes that are bringing natural remedies to mainstream attention. So witness the establishment of the Office of Alternative Medicine at the National Institutes of Health back in 1993. The office, although underfunded, is committed to research on alternative therapies and has given grants to leading institutions and practitioners to study the efficacy and safety of botanical remedies, among other non-conventional treatments. And back in June of 1996, a blue ribbon panel of the Office of Alternative Medicine urged medical and nursing schools to start teaching alternative medicine. So let's talk about a pharmaceutical tragedy. Part of the search for more natural benign medicines is triggered by growing concern over the hazards of our current pharmaceutical climate that dispenses so many drugs with dreadful side effects. Drug reactions are the national tragedy. Unquestionably, 
the U.S. drug industry manufactures countless products which can greatly benefit patients. But in their zeal to make as much money as possible, the pharmaceutical industry led all industries, all other industries in profitability. Many drugs are overpromoted in a way which overstates their benefits and understates their risk. But if you've turned on the television and sat there for more than five or 10, I would say more than 15 minutes um, into a commercial, then you've seen the commercials that uh, tout these drugs that are supposed to help you with different uh, different medical problems that you have. And then they start talking about the side effects on and on and on and on. They mention uh, blurred vision, dizziness, um, heart problems, consult your doctor. I mean, just on and on and on with the different side effects, uh, diarrhea. It's like, why would you want to or would you take any of these horrible pharmaceutical medications? But I know many of you are already on them and but you would like to get off. So that's why this introduction is to let you know that I will be sharing in the upcoming episodes of Partners in Health and Biz some of the scientifically proved natural remedies that can help and also they may you may say and they don't want us to say miracle cures but they are a replacement and they do in fact help cure many uh, common diseases and conditions. So each year, for example, more than 1 million Americans have to be hospitalized because of adverse drug reactions. 61,000 people get drug-induced Parkinson's uh, disease. 16,000 people um, have injurious auto accidents caused by prescription drugs. 163,000 people have drug-induced or drug-worsened memory loss. And there are 32,000 people with hip fractures caused by drug-induced falls. Most, at least two-thirds of these adverse uh, reactions are preventable. Um, Just a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, listening to the news and uh, there was a report of a terrible crash and um, in fact my cousin was telling me that uh, her husband was involved recently in a horrible car accident an elderly woman was driving and went through an intersection went through the light hit her husband he spun around the car flipped over and the woman continued to fly into a tree she died thank god he he uh he is alive and he's recovering with multiple injuries but the autopsy report of the lady who hit him is showing that she has some type of pharmaceutical medication in her system that probably caused her to be drowsy or incoherent and uh to have this so she could have it could have been a side effect and she had a heart attack but they believe it was due to some type of um medication prescribed medication she was using so 
The extensive, often indiscriminate dispensing of such prescription drugs has also made us a nation of unwitting junkies. Although we spend millions to stamp out illegal drugs that destroy human beings, our major addiction problem stems not from heroin or cocaine or other illegal drugs, but from legal prescription drugs, many given out by doctors without a concern for addiction, and we know about the opioid addictions. So this is far more, uh, more than abused heroin and cocaine together. The consequences of such legal accidental addiction can be awful, destroying the lives of people who were crying for help to treat a legitimate problem such as panic attacks and ended up either hopelessly addicted or in detox programs. So what's the truth? The truth is there are four, there are far less dangerous drugs being successfully used every day throughout the world to treat diseases. It is almost a criminal act of negligence not to pursue the use of natural substances in the United States. Yet, there are many obstacles. All right, so the the sorry, the sorry state of the United States. What's going on? Well, when you buy natural medications or natural drugs at health food stores, drug stores and supermarkets, you are on your own in a circus of circus atmosphere, a bizarre government rec- regulation. Our natural remedies cannot be advertised or sold as such, but are marketed as dietary supplements. Yes, yes, yes. Dietary supplements thus You cannot even tell exactly what the product is designed to treat. The labels are forbidden to make health claims, but may make only vague, meaningless claims that a product affects a structure or function of the body, such as good for eyes or good for the circulation. Excuse me. Happily, some manufacturers are responsible, are, are responsible. And they turn out terrific products and consistently try to inform the public, although they are hamstrung by federal prohibit prohibitations. I'm sorry, prohibitations or making health and therapeutic claims. However, some of the criticism of the makers and sellers of natural substances is unfortunately valid. Some products are poorly conceived and poorly made. Some are mismatched combinations of herbs that make no sense but are contrived to create a unique or overpriced product. Some contain so little active stuff that they are worthless. Some are outrageously overpriced and deceptively labeled and promoted. And you can't rely on sales personnel to enlighten you. Although some clerks are well-informed many are not, and contribute to the public ignorance. Mainly to blame for this dismal state of affairs is a disastrous regulatory system that discourages the development, testing, and manufacture of high-quality natural remedies. Most of the high-quality natural remedies in health food stores, such as coenzyme QT, St. John's wort, wort, echinacea, 
milk thistle and ginkgo are made in foreign countries, mainly Germany and Japan, and repackaged for American consumption. <laughs> Ironically, some of the raw materials are native to this country. Saw palmetto is a prime example and are exported for progressing into natural drugs because our system discourages businesses here from doing it. So it's difficult to understand how our regulations and uh, concerning natural medicines got into such a mess. Suffice it to say that it happened over a period of years and of late, there has been some strange maneuvering involving a mutually antagonistic FDA and Congress, which resulted in some halfway regulatory measures, but not full reforms. So the question, why do research? And I'm telling you, the upcoming episodes of Partners in Health and Biz, not only will I be letting you know about the different natural cures, but I'll also, the main important thing is I will be letting you know which of those natural cures are recommended, which have been scientifically tested, are not just on the, on the shelves. So which ones you should buy, which ones you should avoid. That's going to be coming up. Another problem is inherent, inherent in our legal wrangling over natural substances to be used as medicines. The patent situation. Some people ask, if natural remedies are so good, why aren't more studies done in this country to prove it? Why don't drug or supplement companies do such studies? <laughs> the answer is simple. There is little or no economic incentive for American companies to spend money to test a botanical medicine because the financial re rewards are small to non-existent. Nature owns the patent on most of these medicinals, which means that nobody can get an exclusive patent to manufacture and market them. It's not worthwhile for a company to do extensive or expensive tests of a natural remedy that is available to all com competitors. Pharmaceutical drugs are so profitable because their exclusivity is guaranteed by a patent. Make sense? Huh? Well, nobody can steal the results of the company's financial investment in researching such drugs. With natural medicine, medicines. Anybody can steal anything. Further, companies do not want to confront the FDA bureaucracy to try to get approval of a natural remedy as a new drug. It costs millions of dollars and takes years. The natural drug may not be approved, and if it is approved, it still can't be sold for the high prices commanded by synthetic pharmaceuticals. Sometimes companies can get natural medicines approved by the FDA as over-the-counter drugs. But in general, our system thoroughly discourages the generation of and dissemination of knowledge about natural medicines. Okay, so in short, the American marketplace for natural cures is a nightmare. Health food stores and drug stores are awash in products of unknown quality, effectiveness, and safety. But the good news is, it doesn't have to be that way. It is not that way in many other countries. A shining example 
is Germany. That's why many of the high-quality, well-tested natural remedies sold in this country come from Germany. Many leading authorities, such as Dr. Varro Tyler, Professor Emeritus of Pharmacology, the medical study of plants at Purdue University, say we should upgrade our regulatory system to deal with nature's medicines the way the Germans do. So... As we're almost out of time, I do want you to uh, get ready, get ready, get ready, because coming up in the following weeks, I will be sharing some of the natural cures and remedies that have been tested. There are naturopath doctors and there are scientists that have been working on the evidence and then I will also as I said earlier share some of those uh, exact products where you can purchase those products which ones work which ones do not and I believe starting off the first one that I will be discussing next Saturday or the next episode is the amazing heart energizer and what is that is coenzyme Q10. So this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Until next Saturday, everyone, stay healthy and business savvy. If you have questions, please email me, partnersinhealth at verizon.net. Partnersinhealth at verizon.net. Ta-ta for now. Thank you.